you know, we can stretch and we can stretch and we can stretch, but we want to be able to bounce back. We don't want to stretch and then remain stretched out or snap completely. We want to have that flexibility. So the main thing that I focus on is building that resilience by removing those stressors so that we have space within our system so that we can go up and down because we're going to have fluctuations within our life where we feel overwhelmed and we feel a little exhausted, but it's about being able to bounce back and be in the middle again. Do you want to wake up feeling like you're stepping into who you're meant to be into the best possible version of you? What if I told you that the key to your best life, health and happiness are all around you? You just have to find what works for you. I'm Hope Pedraza, and I believe that there isn't just one way to live a healthy and meaningful life, and that all you need is a little inspiration to make changes that last from the inside out. Each week, I'll be sharing tangible tips and inspirational interviews to help you on your journey. These are the steps to take to improve your life and live with purpose. This is Hopeful and Wholesome. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Hopeful and Wholesome podcast. And today I have on the show, Sun Dixon. And Sun is a functional medicine health coach. She's a certified herbalist and a master Reiki practitioner. And really, she is all about helping women really take control of their stress response and really just befriend their stress response, get back their energy and helping them become more resilient. And that's really what we talk about today. We're talking all about the nervous system and how our nervous system can get out of whack, what parts of our body are affected, and then really how to calm your nervous system and how to create a resilient nervous system and one that helps you really master your energy and take control of your energy and where your energy goes. A lot of really tangible takeaways in this episode. Let's jump in. All right, y'all, let's jump in. I'm here today with Sun, and she is a functional medicine health coach, a certified herbalist, and she's a Reiki practitioner. And we are talking all today about the stress response and kind of dealing with the nervous system and energy. I feel like this is such a hot topic right now. I just keep seeing more and more things about it and people trying to learn how to regulate their nervous system and you know regulate their energy and all of that. So I'm really excited for Sun to share all of her insights on that today. So thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited too. Yeah, me too. So Let's kind of start from, well, the first thing I want to ask is to kind of set the stage for people because you talk a lot about like, you know, fighting burnout and stuff in the body. Can you just kind of give like, I guess, kind of a textbook definition of what burnout is? Because I think a lot of people, we hear it a lot. It's kind of a buzzword right now, I feel like, but I don't know if people really know what that means or if they're really experiencing it, you know? Yeah. So the way that I think of burnout is there's many different stages. You know, it's kind of a progressive thing that you can go through. So you can start off with burnout just with the, you know, having a little bit of fatigue, having that low motivation and just feeling disconnected from your work. And I mostly work with entrepreneurs. So I usually am talking about like what we do in our business, but this really goes for anyone and anything that you're working towards in any way that you want to create an impact for a life for yourself. So there's that lower level of like, I'm feeling disconnected. I'm feeling kind of meh. I'm feeling blah. I don't have as much energy. I don't have as much inspiration. And then you can go all the way to the scale of something that a lot of people call adrenal fatigue, which is really just HPA axis dysfunction, which is a dysfunction within your body and the way that your body is creating energy. And that is like complete total burnout, in my opinion. So again, there's like this range and the scale of where you can be on the burnout spectrum. But mainly what I would say burnout is, is it's a disconnection of what you desire, what inspires you, what motivates you, that leads you feeling 
depleted. That leads to you feeling exhausted, drained, and low energy. Yeah, I like that. That's a really good definition. When I like that you, I like the spectrum. So can you give people a little bit more into what you talk about, about the HPA access and going into adrenal fatigue? Because I know both of us are trained in like functional nutrition and that's something we talk about a lot. And I think it's a little bit of a misnomer, the whole like adrenal fatigue, like the word. So can you Mm -hmm. explain a little bit about what the HPA axis, what it is and like how that affects how our nervous system works? Yeah. So the HPA axis stands for the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis, which is just a bunch of fancy words for a bunch of glands within our bodies that talk to each other and have pathways between each other. So the main purpose of the HPA axis is really to keep us safe. It's part of our stress response. So you can think of it, the most basic way that I like to explain it is when we think about Paleolithic times, when we were fighting against bears and mountain lions, and you know we had to fend for survival and danger was a really real and serious thing in our evolution, that was what kept us alive, the HPA axis. So it is that stress response that sees danger. And it identifies danger and it creates a reaction within our body that then creates cortisol and adrenaline from our adrenals, which are, you know, adrenals are a buzzword, but not a lot of people know exactly what they are. Mm -hmm. There are these little glands on the the top of our kidneys that produce, again, those stress response hormones. They also help us with energy. So again, when we're in that danger response, it releases cortisol and adrenaline to help us get away quickly from whatever is going on. We go into fight or flight and we either fight off and, you know, fight off this danger or we run away. However, the problem is that in today's culture, we're not fighting off tigers and bears and mountain lions. You know, we don't have acute stressors anymore in that way that are presenting real dangers. They're perceived dangers. So it's that, you know, to-do list that we have to do or that email from our boss that sounds kind of like they're upset with us or that hard conversation that we have to have with a friend that are causing the stress response to happen. And our body responds the same exact way to those perceived dangers and stressors as it would to the really real dangers and mortal peril kind of stressors. So the HPA axis, again, is just there to keep us safe. And it produces cortisol, it produces adrenaline for us to get out of whatever the situation is. Again, the problem is that we aren't actually in those dangers anymore. So we have these chronic stressors and our body just gets into this reaction of constantly producing adrenaline and cortisol. And then what happens from there is we start to see wear and tear on the body. We start to see breakdown and our body is absolutely brilliant. And it sees this breakdown happening and it says, hold on, you know, we can't have this happening. We can't have these hormones going around just causing havoc in the body. So what it does is it downregulates the whole system. And this is what people think of as adrenal fatigue. Mm-hmm. And our adrenals are not fatigued. They're completely working normal and fine. It's just that we have a downregulation of the whole entire system to stop producing as much stress response hormone. So again, we're not getting that wear and tear on the body. Right, right. And what are some of the like long-term, because, because like you said, our, our bodies are really brilliant and they can adapt, right? So we can go for a long time before we know that we're in this like fatigued state, right? So what are some like long-term implications of staying in this state where we're feeling that burnout or feeling like that dysfunction in our HPA axis? Yeah. So some long-term effects are sleep issues. So you have trouble falling asleep. You have trouble staying asleep. 
We have blood sugar issues, which look like, you know, crashes in the middle of the day or random bouts of anxiety or panic. There's hormonal dysfunction. So things, you know, hormones are lots of different, have lots of different things, parts in our body, lots of different, you know, roles in our body, but hormones such as our sex hormones, our stress hormones, our insulin, our hunger hormones. And then we also see like digestive issues, not being able to digest your food, getting reflux, having IBS, IBD. So there's lots of different things that can start happening when the body just really starts to become imbalanced. And the main reason that happens is that when we're in that stress state, the last thing our body is thinking about doing is having proper reproductive organs or digesting our food or going to sleep. It's thinking we need to get out of this danger, even though that danger isn't that kind of life or death situation that it used to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So what are some ways that, because it's all about like being able to regulate that, right. And being able to calm our nervous system. So what are some, some of the best ways, I guess, in your experience to help us be able to calm our nervous system? Yeah. So the way that I like to think of the nervous system and our ability to hold stress is like a cup. And this is a great scenario that I use with my clients all of the time. We have our stress cup and there's many stressors that are filling up this cup. And this can be very small stressors to really large, like traumatic stressors that have happened in childhood. So, you know, some examples would be like, you know, say you had a, you were exposed to an environmental like mold or something when you were a child. And then you have stress of being in college. And then you have the stress of a relationship. And then you have like these mental stressors on top. So there's a wide range of what we can experience as stress. It's physical, it's emotional, it's environmental, it's mental. So one of the main things that I focus on is removing these stressors from our environment, from our body. So if we are being exposed to something like BPAs in our plastic or mold, we're taking that out of the way. So we're removing that stressor. We're reducing the mental stressors on, you know, the mental things that are going on in our brain, the mental chatter. We're working on emotional intelligence so that we have the ability to take on those emotions and and metabolize them in a way that's not going to spiral us out of control, et cetera. So we're thinking about reducing the stressors so that we have resilience within our nervous system. We have more space within our nervous system to handle more. And I like to think of it as like a, an elastic band. You know, we can stretch and we can stretch and we can stretch, but we want to be able to bounce back. We don't want to stretch and then remain stretched out or, you know, snap completely. We want to have that flexibility. Right. So the main thing that I focus on is building that resilience by removing those stressors so that we have space within our system so that we can go up and down because we're going to have fluctuations within our life where we feel overwhelmed and we feel a little exhausted, but it's about being able to bounce back and be in the middle again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. When I like what you said about the emotional intelligence piece, because I think a lot of times because I get this with my clients too. People think of stress as just like situational stress or like physical stress, but like there's different things that can trigger those like emotional stressors, right? So what are some things, I don't know if you have like tips or, or strategies or anything that you help your clients with, but for that emotional intelligence piece to be able to use to help regulate our nervous system in that way. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan of looking at the subconscious and doing subconscious work. 
So a few things that I like to use are like mindfulness, just paying attention to what are the emotions that are going on and what is the story behind them? Most often, if we start digging really deep behind like what this emotion is, we'll find a really deep story that maybe happened when we were like two years old. That doesn't serve us anymore. And when we really think about it, we're running our life from the reaction of a two-year-old or an eight-year-old or a 17-year-old. So it's getting back to those stories. Another thing that I love to teach my clients is tapping or the emotional freedom technique. And that's a really great way to metabolize these emotions that instead of stuffing them down, we're allowing ourselves to feel them and then express them and release them. Yeah, I like that. that. And if everybody listening, if you go back a few episodes, we just had one on EFT. So that's perfect that you said that because it really is such a great tactic and strategy to use. Oh, it really is. Yeah, I love that. So what are some ways? So I know a lot of people listening, we're all looking for ways to like empower ourselves and to be able to, like you're talking about resiliency, right? Being able to bounce back and stuff. So what are some ways we can really work on like, I guess, getting back the energy that we're losing, but by, you know, giving energy to all these other things, the things we're anxious about, the things we're stressed about, and then just giving away our energy in terms of like, what's dysfunctioning in our body, right? Like we talked about the HPA access. So I guess what are some ways we can really like master our energy and be able to take back the energy that we're, you know, releasing to so many things? Yeah, I love how you mentioned that releasing it to many things. So what I love to do is an energy audit with my clients. And this is just creating a list of like, what takes my energy away? Mm-hmm. You know, I social media after I use it, I feel drained. Right. Or after mm-hmm. I talk to this one person, I don't feel so good. Or after I go to the grocery store, or you know, whatever that million, the million things that you do throughout your day that feel like they're either draining your energy, or they're, you know, they're sucking you. Mm-hmm. And then an audit of what fills me up? What makes me really excited? Maybe it's talking with clients if I'm a coach, or maybe it's talking with my partner. I have this really great friend, or, you know, I meditate or I do yoga or whatever it might be. And I like to think of it as a scale. Like, how do we keep this balance so that, you know, we have to do some things that drain us sometimes? You know, we have to respond to emails from our boss or from our clients. You know, we have to go get groceries, otherwise, we're going to starve or whatever it might be. So it's making sure that there's a balance and we're not doing so many things that are training us and not filling our cup up again with the things that fill us up. And we're allowing this to be really even and having bits of both categories. And even if you can do more of the energy filling stuff, that would be even better. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I like being able to take inventory of like what's sucking your energy and what's feeding your energy. That's perfect. I think that's a really good t- really good tool to use. So I want to switch gears a little bit and just kind of talk a little bit more about you and what you do because you have so many cool accreditations and certifications and stuff. So can you kind of give us a look into how you got into, you know, the the health coaching and Reiki and all of that? Yeah, yeah. So I guess a little bit about my background is I was I experienced extreme burnout and you know what at the time I called adrenal fatigue due to, um, you know, I was in a pretty stressful environment, I was in an abusive relationship, and I had uh, Lyme disease at the time. Mm. And I didn't know it. So I started spiraling down health wise, and I'd always been interested in health ever since I was like 15 years old. And so I started really diving deep. At the time I was doing Reiki, and I found that Reiki was doing some incredible things, not only for me, but for the people that I was working with. And So I started having this curiosity and what other ways can we fill ourselves up? What other ways can we 
benefit our health and feel our best self. Because I knew that at one time I felt amazing. And then at that time, I did not feel good at all. And I wanted to get back to that. So it started to build this curiosity within me. And I also noticed that a lot of people have had a lot of issues going on around me. And even now, you know, you can look at someone and assume like this person, you know, they show up great and they act amazing and they look like they have a lot of energy, but even then they might be having something going on in the background. So it seemed like everyone in my life had something health-wise happening. So I started studying herbalism and then I ended up studying functional medicine from Dr. Aviva Ram. And it's just been something that I've been constantly curious about. And now I've been really getting into the subconscious work and really looking at like, how does our subconscious and our brain affect the way that we, the way that our body works. Mm -hmm. So that was really like how I got into it. And again, I had experienced that extreme burnout to the point where I couldn't get out of bed. Sometimes my cortisol was completely out of whack Mm -hmm. and having been able to come out of that and heal myself and now do what I do in the world was a complete transformation and wake up in my mind and really drove me to want to share that with people. Because, you know, if you're burnt out, you can't create the impact that you want to in the world. And if you can't do that, you can't create a ripple effect. And, and without you doing what you do in the world, we're all, you know, we're all losing something because Mm -hmm. of that. Yeah, yeah, no, I love that. Well, it's a true testament of all the work you put into healing yourself from so many different levels, like not just the physical level, but like you're talking about going into the subconscious and, you know, the mental and emotional level, like it requires, I think it's important for people listening to understand that like healing isn't like, it's not, it's not linear and it's not, it's so much deeper than that. I feel like we forget that, that a lot of times, because I get that too. I get women who come to me and they've got all these symptoms, but there's so many other deeper things going on than just, you know, your headaches or your psoriasis or whatever, you know? Right, really. And it seems it's like a it's a huge circle. You know, we we like to kind of compartmentalize Mm -hmm. things like here's my health over here. And here's my mental health here. And here's my relationships. And here's my career. And, you know, here's my hobbies. And we we don't think about how this is an entire ecosystem that is, you know, benefiting or working against us in the way that it's connected. Yeah, it's exactly it. Well, and you made the point too, like, by you not be, you know, if you're living an overwhelm or burnout, by you not living out your true purpose, then it's, you know, we're all connected. Like we're all connected and, and, and we're missing out on a piece of something if you're not being able to live out your purpose. So I think that's like another good point too. Like not only is everything you do connected, but it's connected to everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Completely. Yeah. I love that. So I like to finish off with one question, like same question I like to finish off with everybody. But before I ask that, can you Tell everybody um, where they can find you and more about you and what you're doing. Yeah. So I currently have spots open for my one-on-one. You can find me either on my website at desertsunwith2nswellness.com or I'm on Instagram with uh, sun, S-U-N-N dot mixon, M-I-X-O-N. And you can reach out there if you you know want any support at all. I offer, again, I have my one-on-one where we really dive deep and whatever is going on. And we really take a holistic look at, you know, the functional medicine piece, the herbalism, the, the energy piece, what's going on in your brain and your emotions, what's going on in your relationship. So it's really holistic. I have a new program coming out called Adrenal Replenish, where we really dive deep into, again, what we were talking about today, the HPA axis 
in that dysfunction and bringing that balance back so you can get your energy back, you can get your motivation back and again, create the impact that you're here to create in the world and do what you're here to do. And then I also have spots open for Reiki appointments where we get deep on the energy piece and the energy work. Perfect. I love that. What a good timing for your, your adrenal program. That's perfect. That's awesome. Very cool. Okay. So the one question I like to ask everybody before you go, what do you think is the most important thing you can do to live with purpose? Honestly, I think it's looking and looking at yourself and taking care of yourself. Because when we can take care of ourselves, not only do we show up fully, and we again, create that impact with the the vigor and the vitality that we're destined to do. But we also show other people what's possible. You know, when you go first, you become the leader to show everyone else what they can do as well. And then they see that they can become their own leaders in their life as well. Love that. That's perfect. I love it. I love it. I feel like that was like a different answer than we've gotten the past few times. So I love that. I love listening to the different answers. That's great. Thank you so much, Sun, for sharing all your insight on our nervous system and helping people deal with just life. This is awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It was great talking with you. Thanks for listening to Hopeful and Wholesome, y'all. If you found value in this week's episode, please subscribe on iTunes wherever you get your podcast and leave a review to let me know what you thought. I'd love to know what you find useful in these episodes so I know how I can provide the most value I can to my listeners. And if you have topics that you want to know more about, I'd love to hear those as well. So shoot me a message on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. It's at the Hope Pedraza or visit my website, hopefulandwholesome.com. Thanks, y'all.